let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Whiskey Memes Live on Threshold.fm uh, uh, on uh, the internet on Wednesday. They still have the internet on Wednesdays, so that is a relief for anyone uh, concerned whether or not um, we would be, due to lockdown, whether or not we would be taking certain days off uh, from uh, having the internet turned on, I guess perhaps in order uh, to save power, save energy, um, give the people that work on the internet pipes, uh, making the emails and, and so on and so forth uh, go down, um, go along, or all the, the, the pornographers that do the sexing for people to watch, just give them a day off, a couple of days off a week. It works so goddamn hard, you know, all the little fucking dudes making the things uh, go along. Um, so today is the first day of the uh, slight relaxing of the lockdown, uh, which means maybe you should go out, but you should stay at home. Uh, maybe you should, um, maybe you can see a parent in a park, probably shouldn't, um, Maybe if you are running for your exercise and you fall over and lying on the ground for a while, uh, that is no longer illegal, I guess. Because before, if you were to go to a park and lie down, uh, that that would that was illegal. That would, would carry uh, carry with it a fine. Uh, fine, uh, but the fines have gone up. So if you're a uh, uh, an offender, I guess. If you're, if they put, I, I, look, I want real. I, I want, I want them to release. I don't know a PDF or something, really drilling down into the minutia of what you can and can't do. Because I need the government to tell me what to do. Otherwise, um, I just don't think I'd be able to manage. You know, uh, perhaps they could offer us some. Uh, so, uh, some knowledge um, and sort of what to do in terms of how long I should spend on the toilet, maybe, or, or, or perhaps what sort of porn I should be whacking it to. Uh, you know, maybe they could give me some tips or tell me uh, the best uh, best way, you know, that I could um, have sex with my significant other. You know, maybe but if Boris Johnson could get up there tonight at seven um, and, and just perhaps with a diagram an infographic or something one of those slides that they that, that they use just with some different sexual positions that the government recommends um you know in the um, of these unprecedented times of coronavirus um you know maybe um is there a hotline that i could call up uh, to make sure that uh, the different spots uh, that i like to sit and weep in uh, whether or not they're okay, to, if it's okay to still cry in those places, or whether or not I should go somewhere else to do my weeping, uh, that would be good to know. And um, the uh, John Forsyth did post something interesting in the Discord um, about. I'm not sure what he does uh, for a living. I think he's uh, a ratter. I think he's out catching rats. Uh, he's here. It's him and a Jack Russell and a stick. They go out there ratting, and they just. Doing the Lord's work. Anyway, they apparently called to a Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, in the West Country, I believe. And apparently, a bit of an infestation. And the reports are that with all the 
fast food joints, uh, ha- not having had anyone in them, any staff in them for for weeks now, uh, the rats have taken over and made them their own. Uh, so his recommendation was, when the fast food joints open, give it a couple of weeks. Yes, give it a couple of weeks. So that's probably good advice. I mean, that's sage advice. I've not. I mean, I've certainly not heard any good advice really from anywhere else. Um, I can only. <sighs> can only begin to imagine what the twitter hot takes are today i imagine it's just screaming literally just people capital letters just ah fred perry is in the oh jacob reese mogg uh, is trending that can only mean good things uh can't it i know he's very popular uh on on twitter he's um um he's they they like him a lot um reese mogg tells mps to set example uh, with return to Parliament, yes, I'm sure he he wants to get things uh, back on track. And the general hot takes are that uh, that he's a cunt. Uh, there's that picture of him sort of slumped on the bench in Parliament. Um, thought that was quite funny. Uh, him riding penny farthings, other people riding penny farthings, uh, people calling him a cunt. You know, it's it's all. You know, it's all standard fare uh, for the tweet machine, for the Twitter sphere. Um, so we are now, masks are now a thing. Uh, we're supposed to be wearing masks now. This is the new uh, the new advice. I mean, we were told for eight weeks now uh, that masks do nothing, uh, despite the fact it being very important uh, that we get masks to the NHS. So that was good. That was a bit of fun. It's nice to be treated like an idiot, isn't it? It's nice to be very clearly and deliberately kept in the dark over stuff um, and be just fed bullshit. I like that. I think that's that's good fun. You know, I, I like to be... I like it to be obvious that we're being lied to. You know, not not even for it to be a little bit of sort of pantomime, not even to, to be, you know, like a... You know, it's like professional wrestling where you don't know it's a lie, um, but, you know, they sort of pretend that it's not... They're not even pretending anymore. They're just like... It would be, you know... It's, it's like it would be more honest if they just just came and punched you in the face. You know, it just, you know, rather rather than, rather than pickpocketing you, they just punch you in the face and take your wallet. You know, there's no there's no subtlety anymore. It's it is what it is. Well, we'll see. I I I think it, I think it might be quite fun to try and get see see what sort of audacious way you could get a fine for being out. I mean. Being that everything's so vague now, I don't know. Like, is it is it okay to be a... What if your job is one of those um, human statues in London where they paint themselves silver, stand there still? Can they work? Can they go back to work? You know, can't really do that at home, can you? You know? Wonder whether or not them, any of them have been, you know, due for the self-employed grant. They don't strike me as the tax returns types, you know. I just, I just get the feeling that that cunt with the silver, all the silver paint all over his face, paid in pound coins. I, I, you know what? I just, I don't have high hopes for his for his tax returns. You know, I don't have high hopes for the organisation of his, you know, for high level organisation of of his self assessments. 
doesn't doesn't strike me as likely. Uh, music wise, good bits in uh, today. We're gonna play a new Gantra and Ruin bit called Propaganda. Uh, have we got another few bits off of that Mean Teeth uh, thing? Why not? Might as well. Um, we shan't go down the route of playing the new Streets release again. That's was a mis- we now know it was a mistake. But there are bits, guys. There are bits. You know, new Akov here, Mantra, VIP. That's almost certainly worth a nose up. Let's give it a nose up now. People still apologising for that wet t-shirt competition. They should be taken outside and flogged in the street. It's a disgrace. But I think they should probably go to prison. I think six months? Well, that should do it. Off to the gulag. Thank <laughs> you. 
This is a naughty bit, actually. I'm a fan of this. This is called Jeffrey Epstein Did Nothing Wrong by Akov. Wow, strong title. Mantra VIP. Absolutely fine. No issues with this whatsoever. Sure. Um, coming up later, we are scientists. No. Why is that in here? This is fucking God. Christ on the bike. I don't like we are scientists. No one likes we are scientists. Okay. Good. Um, someone left a poo on the floor. Um, this is the latest Metro headline. Um, <laughs> why teachers fear social distancing nightmare. Okay. Um, right. Is this recent? Is this what's since? Since lo- Anyway. Reception teachers across the country have shared grim tales from the classroom, casting doubts on the possibility of social distancing pupils when they return next month. Yeah. Like, I, I, surely there's no one. So stupid as to believe that they would attempt to enforce social distancing amongst, like, what, five-year-olds? Five, six-year-olds? Seven-year-olds? Um, I I mean, that would be... I don't know. I feel like there would be something quite uh, quite authoritarian, about quite sort of, I don't know, a little bit... A little bit dystopian about social distancing children that age. I I feel like that might have irreparable damage on, on, on people. Uh, the stories, most of which involve various bodily fluids, are being collated by primary school teacher, trainer and blogger Lee Parkinson. For the next episode of his podcast, is this is is this is where is this is where we've got to? Is it? This is the second article in as many shows where they're just reporting on podcasts now, like. I, okay, he told Metro.co.uk uh, how children licking teachers' toes during story time, um, mysterious poo uh, left on the floor, and boys colouring each other's willies in with felt-tip pens. Fucking sounds sounds like a threshold party. Uh, could uh, could create a minefield uh, when trying to follow COVID nineteen guidance. Yeah. Don't know. It, I, yeah, I think social distancing might be tricky with the whole Willie colouring in business. Because I mean, obviously, Willie's got to get coloured in. That is not up for debate, is it? But if you there was, you could, I guess, have the pens attached to the ends of sticks. Could work. Could be an option. I mean, the poos on the floor thing. Surely you can you can do that and social distance. No. Um. It, it, it comes after the government said primary school classes should be limited to 15 children and desks spaced far apart as possible uh, when reception, year one and year six pupils return at the start of June. Recalling one upsetting incident, Susie Meredith said, 
are huge, and I mean enormous, enormously bottom-hurting poo. What? What? Wait. Okay. Let's try this again. A huge, and I mean enormously bottom-hurting poop was found on the floor in the welly boat area. I sat my reception class down to discuss and gently ask my, who might have done it. And maybe they were poorly. Half of the class put their hands in the air and owned it. Bunch of bastards. Right. Okay. Um. We'd smelt it. Uh, we'd smelt said poop for some time and checked bottoms of culprits. What, you went round inspecting arseholes? Uh, before a child stumbled upon it whilst getting... What? Hold on. Huh? Um. Huh? This is... Sorry. Well, is this standard practice in, in primary schools? If they smell poo, they go around investigating assholes to see whether or not any of them are... Um, any of them are unwiped. Fuck, man, that's a bit much. Uh, we had, anyway, um, we'd smelt poop for some time and checked bottoms of culprits uh, before child stumbled upon it uh, whilst getting ready to go outdoors. There's a poo. Still makes me laugh years later. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Debbie Eccles uh, recalled. That's a made-up name. Debbie Eccles recalls how one. Year five boy dared a pal to leave a poo on the toilet floor. She said, uh, he did. Uh, the biggest you've ever seen. What's up with these kids, man? This is all the... Uh, this is the bloody turkey Twizzlers, I guess, and the Monster Energy drinks. Yeah? All that shredded wheat for breakfast. All these this high-fiber cereals that are supposed to be heart-healthy. They're not. Unbelievable. She, uh, uh, I refused to clean it and made him wait till the end of the day. Wasn't long. Mm. When Dad arrived, uh, made them sort it out between them. Dad was not happy with his little treasure. Right. Uh, Lynn Helen, clearly an assumed name as well, uh, said, I had a child show me the special beads uh, they had they had for show and tell. A swift conversation over the phone and a very apologetic, slightly blushing parent uh, collected the anal beads uh, from the office. That's very obviously a lie. Uh, there's no reason that a child would bring in anal beads. Uh, what, what would you think they were? Because anal beads aren't like normal beads. It's not like a rosary, bloody rosary beads, is it? There's no, like, it's not, no, not even, no, that's a lie. Definitely a lie. Um, this guy whose podcast it is, he's posing with a, a, a dinosaur, I guess. A bit fun. Uh, Lydia Houghton said... I once found two preschool boys in the, in the home corner, busy colouring in each other's willies with felt-tip pens, purple and green, as I recall. Obviously, I had to explain to parents in order to avoid any nasty shocks at bath time. Uh, Sarah Kennedy uh, said, One huge child. <laughs> One fucking massive kid uh, with a huge green bogey uh, practised sniffing it up. Uh, letting it drop down again, uh, so he could proudly go and show his friends. That's that's a skill every child, every particularly every boy, should have. She added, "It was like a huge green candle." Jenny Mask said she saw two boys licking their hands clean instead of queuing up to wash them as the staff tried to teach uh, the twenty-second hand wash. Okay, yeah, 
It's not happening, is it? She added, in fact, the sheer number of times I find myself saying, don't lick him, her, to multiple children on a daily basis is ridiculous. One teacher said a child came out of the toilet and proceeded to wipe poo on my shoulder uh, uh, when he grabbed onto me. That's nice. Yeah. Remember any particularly? I don't. I don't remember any particular poo stories from from school as a child. There was always the occasional child wetting themselves. I do not believe I ever wet myself. I've, I was, of course, violently sick all over myself on the school bus. That was a truly traumatizing event. Uh, that will never leave me. Um, but I never. I mean, I've. I've shit myself many more times recently than I have when I was at school. Of course, recently in Tesco's being, um, uh, being the most recent. Exa- oh, no, that's not the most recent. I should, should shot. I mean, I shouted myself mm, a little while ago in this room, in this very chair, just sat here in the morning, just doing a bit of work, thinking it's just a fart, nothing to worry about there. And oh, okay, guess it's shower time. These things happen, man. It's fine if it's if it's in the privacy of your own home. I don't I don't see any reason not to have a little bit of fun with it. You know why not just just shit your pants for fun? You know just do it as a little challenge, just to see time yourself. Think okay, I'm going to start now. I think we don't need one, but I could probably just I'll probably work one. I mean that would be a good competition, right? If you got like a couple, if there was a lot of money involved, yeah. Okay, so like, new, all right, it's the, right, it's the apocalypse, yeah. New game shows, obviously, game shows now very low budget. All the contestants are on Zoom, so basically, you've got a massive budget for prizes, just straight up cash prizes. You know what can you get people to do in the privacy of their own home, on camera, for large swathes of cash. And I think pitting a load of people against each other uh, in terms of who can who can poo their pants first would be a great... I've, I think that would be a great use of prize money that they didn't know that this was going to... You know, I mean, the, the, the way... Okay, the way I envision this game show working, you've got 10 people on Zoom, yeah? And you've got, you know, prizes are like... I don't know, let's just say 10 grand cash per, you know, per dare, basically... Um, you know, dare you to shit your pants, go, 10 grand. I mean, I would happily for 10 grand. I mean, that's the easiest 10 grand you'd ever make, surely. You know, tax-free as well as competition. Um, so, you know, what? I mean, what else could you do? I mean, you could probably get people to really hurt themselves. You know, for my, I mean, you go like, right, 50 grand, take the end off your little finger. You know, from from first knuckle, do it. Get a kitchen knife now. Okay, 100 grand, first person who can take off a finger. Go on, let's do it. You know there are people out there that get involved. You know, God knows people need cash right now. Why not go, all right, guys, we're going to stop doing the whole furlough thing. Sorry. However, we are going to have nightly game shows uh, where we will have literally hundreds of thousands of contestants on Zoom and we will be offering them cash to do appalling things to themselves. Absolutely appalling things. Right, who's got a soft drink can? around here okay all right we've all got a soft drink can okay first one to get it all the way into their anus 50 grand come on let's do it the 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 a and e's are pretty much empty so don't worry about that you won't have to wait long like <laughs> first person to murder a delivery driver let's get this show on the road come on right order 
order, you've got to find the quickest delivery. Yeah, you order from the from the gar- where they pick up from the M and S garage, when they pick up pick you up something from the Wild Bean Cafe, the Marks and Spencer garage by the Lewis Road or the Geratory. Yeah, just quickly order a sandwich when he comes down, stove his fucking head in with a with a candle holder. Twenty grand. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh God. Uh, right, let's have another um, one of these uh, fucking uh, fucking bits, man. What are they called? What are these fucking fucking bits, man? Um, there are some other bits of this face EP that I'm keen to get into. This one is called Sugar Coated. Uh, Are you so lazy? You do nothing. 
Uh, that's sugar-coated uh, by Face. That's nice. I enjoyed that. I enjoy Face's recent output. I think they are both well put together and unique. And they often take you on a musical journey, uh, deep into the very heart of the neurofunk subgenre of drum and bass. The, the sonic spectrum is impressive. And the way... Uh, the interplay uh, between drums and bass is is exquisite. It's like a piece of Renaissance art utilising the Fibonacci sequence, uh, which you can enjoy whilst off your nut on the dagger. I've many a time enjoyed music on the, off the nut by, by the gear. Um, what's this? Uh, Busy P is uh, Busy B even uh, is doing what a YouTube rant. Um, uh, what is uh, what's going on here? Just... Ridiculous. And like to be honest, my music. I'm fed up. Of people taking my music and taking a piss out of it, and I'm not seeing no revenue from it. All them tunes that you see online right now, Spotify and flipping iTunes and all these places. I'm not, I don't get no revenue from none of those tunes. None of my music, I'm not getting paid for any of my music online right now. And this is just another example of it. Unless it's on flipping my band camp and unless it's on flipping junglistdownload.com, I'm not getting paid for it. And this is a perfect example of people. In fact, this is not even a perfect example. This is a worse example of people taking a piss and it's an embarrassment to the jungle scene that people are going to be doing shit like this. And I'm telling you something now, yeah? I'm a, I've got my, key, my CAE number. I'm registered with the PRS, MCPS. And this is copyright infringement. This is IP, intellectual property rights infringement. When people take your tune, they remix it. And the thing is, I don't mind when people take a... a Hey, talking of this, you know, I was uh, um, going on the other day. Was I going on the other day? I can't remember. Anyway, um, I uh, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. I'll retell the story for you now. Many, many moons ago when Meow Meow was the thing, uh, someone got in contact with me asking if they could sample it for a hardcore record. I said no, and they did it anyway and released it. And... Um, <laughs> and... Uh, they uh, and then I'm sure I mentioned this on the show the other day. Anyway, an unrelated, then in a completely unrelated event, um, uh, my boy Elvis 1990 of the uh, house music fame sent me a message that saying that he had just been downloading Bounce records uh, off of Soulseek. Soulseek's still around, apparently. That is still a thing. Uh, people are still downloading stuff off Soulsick, uh, Elvis 1990 in particular. Perhaps uh, <laughs> um, finding inspiration for his new record with, uh, that he is, was supposed to be doing with Calvin Harris. I don't know if that's been put on hold. Um, nevertheless, he was downloading Bounce compilations, and uh, on one of them, um, it had it. Here it is. Um, it is by Riggsy. Fears, Riggs, Fears and Riggsy? Just Fears? Riggsy, uh, meow, hard dance. It's not good, guys. It's not good. Jimmy will probably like it. He was probably listening to this instead of getting sucked off by Moffat at the bowling green. Wow. 
Perhaps I should download it first. And, uh, well, let's do that. Come on. So, wow, it's 3.20 and everything. That is impressive. Um, Perhaps I should take him to court now. Oh, God. It's just taking a whole thing. Well, you stick to doing real drugs, mate. You know, drugs that people know it's stuff not about. Even like it's a, I mean, it's just a straight up rip, isn't it? Oh, hey, what? Oh, man, I swear it's fine. It's fine. It's your mate, whatever. Finals, praying to God that wow. hideous. This is massive bounce anthems, volume three. Well, it certainly is everywhere. It's on Spotify and, and all of your, uh, you know. Who would release a record like this, though? God, it's even worse than the original. Uh... There's not a lot of fun that is it for any for anyone concerned um least least neither the listener nor, nor me uh i i would be quite funny um to just really just go on an absolute campaign of doing my best to get this scrub from the internet um <laughs> and be like well you just well okay because um i guess because someone's like you know, stolen your intellectual property. I'm not bothered about that. You steal anything you want. I mean, just it's just that record. It's just very triggering to me. <laughs> now, I appreciate that there are a lot of people out there, and they may be right, um, that, that claim that it is the best piece of recorded music. Not that mix of it, the original version of it, and the one 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 three two BPM uh, mix. Um, those people, a lot of um, a lot of people do claim that that it is the best piece of recorded music ever, and they might be right. I mean, I may be wrong by thinking that it is uh, quite painful uh, to listen to. Now, I, I might be wrong. I, I'm look. I'm I'm a grown up. I, I'm prepared to admit that sometimes I'm wrong. You know, I'm. It's rare that I realize that, and often, if presented with contrary evidence to something, I will say I will question the source of the evidence. I will say that whoever has presented the evidence is a shill. And again, sometimes I might be right. Nevertheless, um, I think it, it would be quite fun uh, to really kick up a stink about this. Um, you know, people might say that uh, perhaps I'm presenting a double standard, being that I've... Um, I don't think I've... Well, no, only bootlegs that I've uh, done, I'd put them up for free download. I mean, this, this will almost certainly have received over seven... Over seven sales, I would imagine, in its uh, time on <laughs> uh, on the internet. Well, it's been out for probably, you know, best best part of ten years or something. Or is this? And this is from two thousand and seventeen. Listen, listen. Anyway, anyway, guys, look, please. Just, I mean, just thank God at least they didn't credit me on the thing. You know, I'll, I'll probably like kick up a stink about it, and they'll have a screenshot of like some email that I've sent at like three o'clock in the morning. Go, yeah, mate, it's fucking amazing. Do whatever you want with it. It's fun, brilliant. My favorite bounce record ever. 
you're right. It is the best piece of recorded music in the world. And I made it, and then you made it even bouncier. So cool, mate. So cool. I hope you make a million pounds of it. I don't do it for money. I just just really like the, the that your yoy bass sound. And I feel that the world needs to know more about it. Um, yeah. Yo, Jimmy says he'll represent me. Okay, that's great. Fine, we're taking on the Bounce Industrial Complex now. Right now, we start the campaign against the Bounce Industrial Complex. The BIC. Um, we will start. We will take them down. We will take down BIC Razors and BIC Biros. Fuck them all. Kill them all, I say. Yeah, no, we won't go through the courts. Um, we will go uh, through the night uh, to, <laughs> uh, to pick them off uh, one by one in a sort of vigilante killing spree. Um, you know, I think if the global pandemic has taught me anything, it's that you need, people need to start taking the law into their own hands. You know, you annoyed about what Boris says? Uh, just go out and, um, I don't know, drive a truck of peace into a, uh, into a farmer's market. Oh, no, there aren't any farmer's markets anymore. Uh, what the flying fuck is that? Any thoughts on what that might be? Shower, maybe. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I guess I guess I guess I guess I oh, I'll stop now. Okay, well, that's nice. Um, look, enough about that. That's um more more than enough uh, bounce. Um, certainly for now. Anyway, let's have this uh, constrict bit again because uh, it actually was quite good. Uh, it's called refreshers. Um, there was much speculation uh, that the fact that it was named after a sweetie. Uh, was to encourage uh, children uh, to become fans of Constrict, so uh, he could abduct them. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I would say there's potentially circumstantial evidence for it. This is Refreshers by Constrict.
there's uh, Constrict. Uh, he can be found uh, found hanging out at the local park by the swings on his own. A sort of dirty anorak. Thick Coke bottle lens glasses. Lank, greasy hair. And a boner. That's just who he be. You know, that's just what he do. That's just who he be. Okay? Don't hate on a player. Um, if, if there's anything... Hello, can I help you? You want to come on the mic, dear? What's, what are you after? It's another 13 minutes before you get your dindons. You know, I know. Not ideal, is it? Yeah? Can I help? What? Well, maybe. No, I have the rest of the show to do. 13 minutes. Sorry. What do you want from me? Right. No, you can't. You have to go and sit over there. I've moved your bed. You're not even supposed to be in here. Unbelievable. Um, guys, look. Uh, what were we saying? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Big Gordo, Big Gordy, has posted in the shout box a, an interesting-looking uh, story here. Um, uh, train engineer... All right, NPR, fucking GDP, fuck off. Um, train engineer says he crashed in attempt to attack Navy hospital ship in L.A., uh, this is a little bit old, but, uh, well, I mean, it's a month and or, so, or so. A train engineer told police in Los Angeles that he intentionally crashed his locomotive at high speed near the USNS uh, Mercy hospital ship in what seems to be a bizarre attempt to expose a perceived conspiracy. Uh, Eduardo Moreno said he doesn't believe the ship is what they say it's for, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Los Angeles. The freight locomotive was travelling at a very high speed when it crashed through the barriers, ploughed under a highway overpass, and skidded to a stop more than 250 yards from the Mercy. The ship was not harmed during the attempted attack, and no injuries were reported. Mercy is stationed off, uh, stationed in the port of Los Angeles to help cope with the coronavirus crisis. Um, but Moreno, 44, told law enforcement officers after the incident Tuesday afternoon that he is suspicious of the U.S. military vessel. You only get this chance once. The whole world is watching. I had to. But people don't know what's going on down here. Now they will. Moreno allegedly told a California highway patrol officer who apprehended him immediately after the incident. The CHP officer, who was not identified, well, that's a concern, uh, describing uh, watching... Train smashed into concrete barrier at the end of the track, smashed into steel barrier, smashed into a chain link fence. Uh, slide through a parking lot, slide through another lot, filled with gravel, and smashed into a second chain link fence. Moreno then attempted to flee the scene, only to be taken into custody by the highway patrol officer. Uh, the attorney's office... What is the conspiracy that he believes it is, though? The attorney's attorney office adds that video footage recorded from inside the locomotive shows uh, that at the time of the crash, Monero was in the cab holding a lighted flare. Damn, that is a bit of fun, isn't it? To go, right, fuck it. This crazy train is coming off the tracks uh, while holding a flare. That is that that is good fun. Um, and Moreno now faces a federal... Oh, no, hold on. Uh, admitting to driving the train off its rails and toward the water, the engineer said that he did it out of a desire to wake people up. Uh, the US Attorney's Office saying, citing an affidavit filed along with a criminal complaint. Moreno now faces federal charges of one count of train wrecking. Nice. A crime that carries a maximum penalty of 20 years. 
Damn, imagine being convicted of train wrecking. Uh, the freight locomotive uh, was operated by Pacific Harbor Line, which handles rail transportation and related services at the Port of Los Angeles. Now, I do, I am taking from the fact that they are not going into any details about what he actually thought was going on on the boat uh, to mean that he is almost certainly right and that there is something, there is fuckery afoot. There's, you know, hoodoo, voodoo. You know, there's uh, heebie-jeebies going on in there. Maybe that's where they're broadcasting the 5G from, you know? Maybe that's where they've got all the babies, you know, hooked up to the sort of blood drips thing where they're bleeding all the babies out for the, you know, the neoliberal uh, elites. You know, you, you Clintons and, and, and your Bill Gates and all of that lot to just... <laughs> suckle, suckle on the, the blood of the infants. Hey, I tell you what, you know, thinking about... You know our Bill Gates, who's you know he's 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 sticking his sticking his uh, oar in on the old uh, on the Rona, uh, you know. I mean, he's the one of the biggest uh, funders of the World Health Organization. I just I don't know. If, do you not feel like it would be nice to have uh, a quote unquote billionaire philanthropist involved in the whole Rona crisis that hadn't been on Epstein's island numerous times? That would be cool, wouldn't it? Just like one that just like hadn't been on Epstein's Island, like particularly hadn't been on Epstein's Island after Epstein had been um, convicted of nonsense. The, you know, you might, you, you maybe, maybe in a month of Sundays might be able to say, like before the conviction, that, well, you know, he didn't necessarily know what was going on on the island. Maybe he didn't see anything. Maybe he was just there hanging out and stuff, all of this stuff. But like after... After the nonsense conviction, and you still go back to the island, like what are those, like what are those conversations look like? Yeah, you're Bill Gates, okay. You're back on Epstein's island after Epstein's been um, convicted and imprisoned for nonsense. Well, quote unquote, it's sort of semi-imprisoned. You know, it was the sweetheart deal where he was allowed to go to the office every day. Um, he only had to be in at weekends. He was basically grounded at weekends. Nevertheless, what are, what are those conversations that Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein are having on his island in the sort of, you know, 20, and a few, literally only a few years ago? I mean, what do you think they're talking about? The weather? You know, did uh, whatever the recent, the, the, the hot, hot pictures were at the cinema that year? What do you think? Talking about the sports? Talking about the baseball, maybe? Oh, the Nets are having a bad season. The Mets are having a bad season. Oh, yeah. No, they're having a bad season. Luckily, I console myself by, you know, fucking a lot of underage girls. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Oh, oh, nothing, Bill. Don't worry. I, I didn't say anything. What's, like... <sighs> yeah, it's just, that's fine. You know, let's, you know, let's... I, I'm, I'm sure Bill's a nice guy, yeah. Let's... Let's go with what the Gates Foundation say. They sure know what's best for us. I mean, they've got friends in all the right places. Yes, I'll take the chip in the arm that you want me to put in there, Bill. That uh, that will be fine. Yes, bring that needle over here and pump me full of the good stuff, Billy. Come on, Billy boy, pump me for pump me like you pumped on Little St John's. Pump me, pump me. Right, listen, that's enough about um, Bill Gates uh, for now. He was, uh, he has 
was a, a friend of Epstein since the late 90s. Much, much dealings. Much, much dealings, the two of them. Uh, anyway, um, listen, guys. Uh, so apparently there's some new Netflix thing about uh, your boy, uh, Big Jeff. Big Jeffy. Um, I bet it would be like a puff piece. Like, like no one ever talks about Epstein, the philanthropist. No one ever talks about Epstein's charity work. He is a man that did a lot, a lot of charity work over the years, and that never gets mentioned. You never see that brought up in the articles. Um, just the kid fucking they talk about. They really, they really focus in on the kid fucking, and they never talk about the charities, charitable foundations, which definitely weren't about trying to breed a master race. Absolutely not. No way. Um, we'll just sort of skirt over the obvious signs of a Mossad asset. We'll, 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 we could just... Uh, yeah, so there's the Netflix thing. It's called Jeffrey Epstein Did Nothing Wrong. New 10-part Netflix documentary just focusing in on his charity work. Um, what's going on here? Uh, what's D done? Why is D... D uh, anyway... Goldtop's boat was on Epstein's Island. Wow, that's an interesting piece of news that I'm not surprised by. Hmm, yeah. I wonder how many drum and bass DJs over the years have been on Epstein's Island. Hmm, yes, a few too many. A few too many plotting the course of the drum and bass industrial complex. Hmm, decide. There's just a bunch of them all plotting at what, what they're going to fuck TC over with next on Spotify. <laughs> They're all, they're all just there discussing how they can how they can <laughs> embezzle a penny or two out of Busy B. Oh God! Um, <laughs> they're they're all on Epstein's Island discussing how they're going to rip off that tenor fly sample from the Conganati tune. Fresh is there, Goldie, Dylan Char, the full like the full drum and bass industrial complex are all over there. Oh, Lewis and James working which samples they can make a bad note off of. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've, decided, I've got an idea. What about a drum and bass pool party for the NHS? <laughs> what about a wet t shirt competition? <laughs> are they still apologizing has anyone seen any updates in the last day or so from uh, uh from them bless them bless them sargon of a car to be doing a video about them very soon enough <laughs> paul joseph watson will be going on but <laughs> paul joseph watson making me Feminists ruin everything. Now the feminists have got to the drum and bass. <laughs> uh, they've released what then? What they've now released a video saying that they were. I saw. I saw a second apology from the geezer involved, who basically blamed it all on the girl. Smart move. Uh, he was like, "Listen, look, I've worked with her a long time. She's not really someone you'd say no to." Please send help. <laughs> Bless him. Oh, I, no, I think it's. I think it's a good idea. It's great. We're going to do a threshold one. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just off the top of my head, I can't think of something that would be more that is uh, that would be even more deeply offensive. 
I'd, well, I'm not saying the pool party is offensive. It's not. But I just think you could... I don't know what we could do. I'm sure we could think of something. What day is it? It's Wednesday. Cheers, so Jim will mix it is up next. Um, uh, that's fun. I mean, why is no one trying to cancel us? We have a radio show now for two hours, uh, which has a pun on um, the UK's... Probably the UK's most prolific paedophile. Uh, so that's surely... Um, that alone would be enough to get us cancelled. Um, I just, I, you know what? I, I'm not now. Listen, listen. I'm with two minutes left of the show. I am not by any stretch of the imagination saying that threshold is uncancelable. But I kind of feel like, I, I, you know, what would we stop doing our shows? Really? What would we stop listening? You know, how bad could it be? Um, Barry, yes, yes, okay. We need to get Barrymore involved to bring that pool party back. We need Barrymore, we need Justin Lee Collins, and they try and get the old block-to-block gang back together to do the pool party poss- properly. Yes, yes. Um, uh, on DMB Talk, there was a female DJ that took out Mr. Traumatic's mic because of his lyrics. Th- that's fine. All DJs should do that anyway. I, um, I don't know. Does he do sexist lyrics as well? Who cares? It, 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 his normal lyrics should be enough to get that plug pulled out. Uh, is what I'm saying. Anyway, guys, end of the show. Um, I'll be back on Friday. Do try and stay alert, guys. I really must implore you all to stay alert and um, just, you know, just stay alert, guys, please. For the love of God, please, just stay alert. Okay, goodbye.